You're listening to the Talk of Chicago 1690 WBON. It's your girl Samantha with you on this Tuesday evening. Transformation Tuesday is the hashtag that a lot of people are using for today, but another hashtag that has taken center stage is hashtag George Floyd and also hashtag Black Lives Matter. I've been talking about this all day today, and I am so honored tonight to have my guest on the line with me. That was a beautiful song. That was her, correct? Thank you, Delvin, for playing that that track there, I Can't Breathe. Um, and last year, as we were talking a little bit earlier, what were you doing this time last year? And it was around this time of the day last year when America was shocked yet again, but really shocked because now we have things called cell phones and cameras hmm. that have been recording events that we've known about for years. But it's a new year. 2020 has passed us, but the memory of George Floyd lives on. And tonight, to talk about where we are, where we think we are, and where we need to be, is my guest and who I am honored to talk to. She's been getting so much love on Facebook, too, FYI. I just got to let you know. And I'm going to ask her, before we start to talk, to take us off mute, because it's about to get exciting and it's about to get amazing. My guest, Miss Rakia Lamumba, is on with me on Facebook Live on Zoom. How you doing, Rakia? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on today. You know, this is a is a day of a lot of reflection. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, a, a life was lost, um, and it's also a day for us to remember how we have come together collectively to fight for our rights, for justice, for our lives. And so as we mourn the loss of our loved ones, we also celebrate the collective movement of our people, right? Yes. And so just thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Rakia, like I feel, you know how you feel energy. You, we all, we Zoom friends now. Everybody is just, <laughs> you're just your Zoom friend. <laughs> but I honestly, um, I feel, yes, girl, we all Zoom friends. So I, you were on mute and I'm like, let me tell her to unmute because I, you probably would have said something profound and I didn't want to miss it. Yeah, I saw it. So I was, that's why I just, get, yeah, I, I put it in the intro. But Rakia, um, I feel your energy just even through looking at you through Zoom. And I'm so glad that we were able to connect because I believe your voice needs to be heard as well as a lot of other voices and people speaking out and doing great things. You're doing, are you in Mississippi right now? I am in Jackson, Mississippi, right? We call it the belly of the beats, (laughs) right? Where uh, we have, look, look, Republican government, Republican. (laughs) We in a conservative space, but we making big change. And and I love to hear that, especially you um, being the executive director of the People's Advocacy Institute. You all are doing great things with prison reform down there because it's no, we're no strangers to what's been going on. Didn't who who was down there? Rap one of the rappers, right? Who came down? Um, Yeah, uh, Yo Gotti and Jay Z. Yeah, uh, uh, partnered with us to do a um, a prison reform rally to close Parchment Penitentiary, which is an 18,000 acre plantation turned prison after reconstruction. And it still exists to this day and it needs to be gone. Um, And so, you know, all of the inhumane conditions you could think of from folks not having water to drink, water to flush toilets, living in sewage, um, medical neglect, not enough staff to actually deal with people's needs. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, everything, uh, everything, you know, abuse, all around. We also did it with Until Freedom, and that was our partner with Tamika Mallory. Yes. Um, of course, Movement for Black Lives. Um, 
and a host of other organizations, including the Mississippi Poor People's Campaign Mm -hmm. and galvanized thousands of people out. We're able to get two units within Parchment shut down and we're still pushing to have the whole thing shut down. So, yeah, the fact that it's still open, like you said, and it needs to be shut down. It just saddens me to hear that. But again, what I like about people like you, what I love about people like you and what you all are doing with the People's Advocacy Institute is Rakia, y'all out there, y'all out there on the ground, y'all out there making the change and trying to every day create change instead of just talking about it and being sad. Well, this needs to go. You know how that can happen. But you all are out there doing the work and, and, and new prisoners are still being put in there every day, like to this day. That's still happening. Oh, yeah, every day. And the governor just tried to reopen one of the units that he had closed down a year ago. Right. Um, And so we were out here pushing and moving. This was immediately before COVID and then continued after COVID, where we then had to push because people inside were not getting the the medical treatment they needed around COVID. You know, people sending in masks and they're not distributing the masks. Right. (laughs) Um, I apologize. I have children here and everybody's okay. trying to make something. <laughs> this one is like, this is why I like live. Keep it real. Girl. This is real stuff. Real life. Rakia Lamamba is a mother. And the kids might pop in and that's all right. <laughs> this is. Anytime. Like, <laughs> beware. <laughs> I, I, I was talking to a mother earlier and it's like the kids wait. Now it's wait till you get on zoom, but they wait till you have a phone up to your ear. That's when they want to like, come on now. Like, I've been around here all day. So now. <laughs> right? You ain't need me no other time. Then you just pop your face in on the Zoom. Yeah. A little, little tension. Little time like, hi. <laughs> like, okay, it's my kid. I can't be mad at him. I can't. I you know. No, you know what? But what I love uh, about the, the innocence of children um, and, and, and them being in this world. Rakia, how old are your, are your, your children? Well, I have one 13-year-old. And then I have uh, my godchildren with me. One is five and then one is 12. So we wow. live in good life over here. Yes, y'all are. <laughs> and, and, and major shout out to you for being um, a mother and a mother figure to your godchildren as well. And I want to know conversation wise, because this has been a different year from last year. What kind mm-hmm. of conversations have you, Rakia, already you're on the front lines dealing with the stuff with the prisons and now Mr. Floyd last year. So let's talk about conversations that you, as an activist, as a mother, as a leader, that you've had to have with your children. And how painful was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, my son is 13, and he was born in Brooklyn, New York. Um, uh, His father and I co-parent, and so he he spends his time split between New York and Jackson, Mississippi, Brooklyn and Jackson. Okay. And... um, Part of the reason I moved back home to Jackson from New York was because I remember every Labor Day, every Labor Day um, in New York and Brooklyn, right up the street from our house, they have the Labor Day parade. Mm-hmm. And right across the street from us is Prospect Park. And in Prospect Park is where the police would line up to go out for the Labor Day parade to actually uh, monitor or survey the Labor Day Parade. Yeah. The Labor Day Parade is the considered the Caribbean Parade, okay. the West Indian Day Parade in in in, in New York. So it of, is the largest parade outside of the Puerto Rican Day Parade, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And so you just got all these black people, and you got aggressive police officers. And I remember just walking out of my building. My son was maybe like three months, yeah. and I remember walking outside my building. 
and looking because my, my building faced the park, looking across the street at the park. And it was like seeing uh, it, it, it was just all these white faces in blue. Mm. It looked like the Ku Klux Klan and it, and it put fear in me so deep. The work that I do did in New York was around the same work that I do here. And that's around transforming this system. Right. So we're going to talk about transformation on transforming Tuesdays. Right. Transforming this system, because what I did in New York is I saw over and over and over again, uh, young black children constantly criminalized for literally just being young people and criminalized by the police. As they were gentrifying my neighborhood, hmm. young um, young brothers that would be walking outside of my building or walking towards the building, coming home to their grandmother's house, to their mother's house, to their house, yeah. right, would get stopped by the police and asked for their ID. Just going home. What we not? This is not Jim Crow era. Why are you asking them for their ID, right? And so what that did to me is that as I was holding my three-month-old child and. And remembering, I have the story of one young brother, LaRue, mm-hmm. who worked with me um, uh, at, and as I was working building alternatives to incarceration in New York. And okay. He told me one day, he said, you know, I'm stopped by the police four times every day when I go to school. When I walk out my building, when I come up from the train station, and then a couple of blocks from the school, and then again, I have to be searched when I walk into my building through a metal detector and then searched by the, the security officer with a warrant. Every day. Four times every day, like um, every day he's approached. And I said, you know, like, think about what that does to our people, right? Our young people. It removes the, the, the understanding and privilege that we have on our own bodies to not be violated. Right. And, and so, you know, that, 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 that for me was enough for me to say, I want to come back home. Mm. Right. And began to build a system that I believe can actually take care of people and uh, reduce harm and restore the harm that has been created by really investing in community-led public safety alternatives. And so that brings me to this like deep, 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 deep understanding that when we talk about public safety, Mm -hmm. We're talking about the safety of our children to rock down their streets without being stopped by the police. We're talking about the safety of our young people and our elders and our folks to have the mental health support that they need so that people can live and talk to each other in ways that are healthy and whole and we can live a better quality of life. Right. One of the biggest things that we see here in Jackson, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking too much. No, that you're but not, One of the no, biggest not. things we see here in Jackson. Mm-hmm. You're fine, Rakia. Yeah, it's this, not okay. Girl, this is fine. Mm-mm. I'm okay. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm. You know, I, I'm passionate about it, I, right? I can, so I, I can know, see it. Keep it, me talking. You know? Girl, that's fine. No, let, um, come on, let the passion flow. <laughs> let it flow, girl. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you know, um, you know, is this 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 does we have constantly this situation where. When we do see violence outside of police violence, it's interpersonal violence, yeah. right? Yeah. It's violence between us neighbors, as siblings, as friends, as cousins. It's over nonsense. And so how about we actually invest in our communities mm-hmm. so that the same training that I'm getting as an advocate, that I'm getting as a professional, you know, I can now make sure that my neighbor is getting, right. making sure, um, you know, 
uh, the young brother down the block or young sister down the block or young trans or queer person down the block is getting it, right? right. So that we can be in better communication with each other. Yes. Um, and I know y'all know all about that in Northern Mississippi. I call I call Chicago Northern Mississippi. Girl, you already know. Because <laughs> everybody from everybody from Mississippi or Alabama. They they yeah. come right on you know? up to Chicago and we have a little Southern drawl and the, and the people know. mess with us, but you know, it's okay. But I we do know about that all too well here in Chicago, Rakia, and I'm glad that you brought that to the forefront. But bottom line, it's the communication. It's the building. It's the bridging together to get things done. And like you said, um, we you know, I mentioned hashtag Transformation Tuesday, transforming the system. Rakia, what put the That's fire? Right. Yes. What put the fire in you? And I thank you for bringing that story up about Brooklyn, because bottom line, it was an all black parade that you know, brought, mm-hmm. brought the police out like that. And, 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 and we're supposed to feel protected by police officers. It's great officers. Mm-hmm. Again, I have friends that are officers and, and they do a great job, but right. it, mm-hmm. unfortunately several bad apples spoil the bunch. Um, Rakia, yeah. what, what put the fire in you yeah. to, to know that you can make yeah. a change? You know, yeah, for me, um, this whole idea of transforming the system, right? really came about after I had three friends that while I was going to my first year of college, they were literally entering as 16 year olds and 14 year olds, mm-hmm. their first year uh, on a life sentence of a prison term. Jesus. And so for me, it said to me, you know, there has to be something different. Yeah. And three out of two were completely innocent of the crime that they had been convicted of. One of them was, but there was no way that he should spend the rest of his life behind prison bars. Right. And so for me, you know, it was like, we have to create something different. Mm -hmm. So I decided that I was going to go to law school to learn the law and then create an alternative system. Right. And so I did that. And so I've been working and doing that for for over 10 years now. Right. Mm -hmm. Creating alternatives to incarceration, alternatives to the policing system that we know. We know that public safety doesn't have to look like violence from the state, that public safety can actually be an investment in our communities. And so um, I say all of that to say that when we really ask people about what keeps them safe or what makes them feel safe, they talk about mental health. They talk about substance abuse programs. They talk about um, education. And we also, you know, talk really about like, how do I prevent somebody from robbing me? How do I prevent somebody from, you know, pulling the trigger on me, pulling a gun on me? But we know that there are some successful programs, violence intervention and interruption programs that exist in cities all across the United States that we can actually invest more dollars in so that we can see a new way of being and holding accountability and holding ourselves accountability and creating that opportunity of safety that we all need and deserve. You know, here in Jackson, even our police chief is saying we need to invest more in these programs because we can't police your household. Right. Right. We can't police. It's all this interpersonal violence. So when you got the police saying we need Mm -hmm. to invest in community, then you know there's something going on. So, you know. Ooh, Rakia. Rakia, Rakia. Girl, come on back to Chicago. Come visit us and bring some of that energy up here. We got some great leaders in Chicago, so I would would be remiss if I didn't say that there aren't any great leaders here because there's so many great people on the front lines doing great things. But, sister, you hit me when you said that you actually went to law school. You said, okay, 
Rakia, mm-hmm. you're not just a talker, you're a doer. I love doers. That is the energy that I feel from you. Girl, yes. You. Mm. Trying. Yeah, I'm trying. You're not mm-hmm. trying, you're doing. Mm-hmm. you doing. That's what my, my gym coach told yeah. me that. When you're not trying, you're doing. You are doing the work. I appreciate that. Thank you. So let's I'm let them own that. Yes, I'm on that. please, please own that, Rakia, because you are doing it. And I'm proud of you. Um, and every now and again, we need to hear that somebody is um, proud of us. And you just never know where the boost of energy is going to come from. So from somebody you just met tonight on Zoom. Thank you. Thank but I, I want to ask your opinion too, Rakia, mm-hmm. with the, um, like you said, you're, you're in law, you know, did, went to school to study, to see how to transform things. The George Floyd bill is still not passed. And we were talking mm-hmm. about this earlier, how they yeah. got the Asian hate crime bill. It's a law now. It's a law. Why? Yeah. Why are we always mm-hmm. at a standstill as blacks? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because the change that we demand actually transforms systems. Mm-hmm. It actually begins to do that shift. That is hard work. Yeah. And it's hard for folks to imagine what that really is and, and it's going to be and look like for their power and control. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about the George Floyd bill, we know that we're asking for something that that actually is just common sense and that many, many uh, 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 cities have already adopted measures in that. Sure have. Yep. So we're not asking for a whole lot, but it's a threat to the power around control of our people. Mm-hmm. And and so we got to continue to push and push even harder. But we also have to push not only for the George Floyd bill, but we also need to push for what was called the Breathe Act. The Breathe Act, when people should go up and look at it. And that's the act that the Movement for Black Lives has really been pushing with the support of, um, of a number of, 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 of Congress folks, um, including, um, I don't want to lie and say who sponsored the bill, okay. um, but an amazing Black woman, either Barbara Lee, uh, but I'm gonna tell you who I'm gonna tell you who. the the don't, breathe, don't the, breathe act. the breathe act is, uh, movement. the breathe okay. act yep movement for black lives and you can go to breatheact.org and the breathe act does goes a step further right and what it does is that it requires an investment in the very services and supports that community members need mm-hmm. to stay healthy and whole the investment in community based alternatives to policing. So when I say that, that means the cure violence programs that you see that have been working, the credible messenger programs that have been working, Mm -hmm. where community members are trained in mediation and are actually present without a gun to actually intervene and prevent the violence from happening in the first place. Like that. And these are things that have been really widely shown to work. I mean, right there in Inglewood, Chicago, they saw, I mean, Inglewood, yeah, Chicago, they saw a 72% decrease in gun violence, right? I'm, I'm learning. I'm deep. Yeah, you got it. Inglewood with <laughs> an seventy two. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so Seven, we see let, things that are working. Let's, right? let's say that again, Rakia, for people that may not have heard, because you know Zoom could be a delay. Inglewood saw a 72% decrease in violence because of programs, like what you mentioned. Yes. Wow. Gun violence, yep. See, these because are things we violence, the investment. We don't hear about these mm-hmm. kinds of things all the time, and that's a good, that's... What's good in Inglewood? So thank you for that. Yeah. Let's talk about Newark, the city of Newark, New yes. Jersey. Mm-hmm. The police never, the, the police did not shoot their gun one time during 2020. Wow. Under the leadership of Mayor Ross Rocket, the police never shot their gun in 2020. Not one time. Another It's possible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Talk about Brooklyn, right over there in, um, 
uh, in Brooklyn and, uh, and over in East and Brownsville. Mm -hmm. A thousand days with no gun violence, no killings. Wow. Right. Using the cure violence, the man up program. Right. So, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. We got to remember to invest in ourselves and to think bigger. Harriet Tubman always told us, Harriet said, this is my favorite quote. Harriet said that we got to dream big, right? And um, and reach for the stars, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it's that vision, it's that movement, right? That, that thought process of what we deserve that helps us get to a place where we can actually be free, mm. right? And if Harriet hadn't had that vision, you and I wouldn't even be free right here today. Sure wouldn't. You know? And that is one thing, um, an another thing, Ricky, ain't no one thing, because I don't name the list of things that I like about you tonight. Um, and, and just even mentioning that about Harriet Tubman and, and not allowing your dreams to just remain in, the, in your sleep. You're actually taking these dreams, dreaming big and thinking big, and I'm big on thinking big and doing big. And you are out here. And I thank you for sharing the testimonial stories of the Inglewood here in Chicago, predominantly black neighborhood on the southwest side. And then you got Newark, New Jersey, which we know it's crime, a lot of, and also bringing up Brooklyn. So three cities that have been helped with the Cure Violence Act. Is that what Cure Violence Act? Wow. Uh, Cure Violence Program. Program. Cure Violence Program, which is a community-based violence interruption program where community members literally get out from the street. And they mediate the violence and then provide support to change the mindset of folks who are um, committing those acts. And it's folks who have been perpetrators of violence in the first place yeah. themselves that are leading that work and doing wow. that work to change minds. Well, it's, it's a beautiful model, pure violence. I love mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. they're, they've, been on, they've been out there before. So the people who are on the street are going to listen to somebody who's been through it before. That's right. That's yeah. right. So that is yep. part that is a part of the Breathe Act, which Movement for Black Lives has presented to be hopefully turned into yeah. a law. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is that's right. So the Breathe Act. Okay. Um, and folks can again learn about the Breathe Act by going to breatheact.org. Right. Love that. Can you say and that's where you can find out say that site one more mm -hmm. time, Rakia. It's Breathe Act. Dot org. Breathe Act. And I'll try to type it in the chat so folks can um, hopefully uh, yep. can see it. We got you here, um, B-O-N. We moved real fast. We put it in there for you. Yeah, we got it. Over on the Oh, y'all already yeah. did it. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We, we trying. Mm -hmm. we're, no, we're doing. There I go. We're doing. We're doing. We got that in That's there. That's right. You are doing <laughs> So thankful, right? Oh, Rakia. You take your own advice. Exactly. <laughs> Every now and again, you got to take, you know, you could give out advice. When it comes time for you, it's like, well, okay. But anyway, you and I are um, motivating each other tonight and hopefully helping to transform some things. And so you got people on Facebook Live commenting, saying you that's a word. You're giving out a word. And it's just, it's an honor again, Rakia, to talk to you. So what's next? How do you think that we, as we continue to, to as we begin to wrap up, you and I conversing tonight, You've been on several panels today, but how do you think we as a people, because last year, you know, it was protests every, like every day, every city. How do you think we've progressed as a people? And what do you think we'd still need to do? Yeah. Well, one, I think we still got to be in the streets and we got to be in city hall. Mm -hmm. We got to be at the state Capitol. We have to let folks know that we are not, this is not a fly by night movement. 
This has been a movement in this country that has existed for decades, right? I mean, just a few years ago, we had Eric Gardner, 11 times screamed, I can't breathe, as he was choked to death by police in New York, in Staten Island, right? We see it over and over and over again. And so we have to be consistent in our action, right? Mm -hmm. And the action doesn't always have to be physically being out in the street. Join an organization that's doing some work, right? Um, Chicago has some amazing organizations if you're out in Chicago, but wherever you are, because I know, you know, we we uh, we kind of like a, a a national um, media set now, right? Like yeah. national, everybody is, national. right? Wherever you are, and so wherever you are, really tap into what is the local organization there that's doing some on the ground grassroots work yeah. to actually move policy, and then that's actually doing stuff that's supporting community members, like providing services. Some of us are, are, are built to do on the ground work, helping people get the social support that they need, helping people to shift their mindset around how we deal with our anger. Others of us are better uh, suited to, to really push some policy agendas, to be inside of legislative offices pushing. But all of us need to show up to all of those spaces and support each other, right? And so that's one thing. Join an organization and see where you fit in and feel good about that. You desire to be there. The other thing I would say is that we really have to push, push, push and talk to our family members and our friends about it. Have these these complicated conversations, right, with your family members about why it's important to actually begin to divest funds from uh, law enforcement and invest really into community. When you have places like New York and L.A. that have huge budgets, um, police budgets, when you can take just a million dollars from either of their budget and drop it into um, a school system, right, or drop it into um, mental health services or drop it into youth programs and the impact that that will have on the community, the positive impact that that will have on community, it's just common sense. Common sense. Don't be scared to ask for what is right, right? Mm. And and, and the last thing I'll say is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out and have a different opinion. You know, um, one of the things that that really um, strikes me is that we as black people oftentimes don't want to um, offend, yeah. right? You know, we'll say, well, you know, I got a family member that's a police officer. Or I got this. That doesn't, that doesn't mean that you can't fight for what's right. Because when we fight for what's right, we fight for what's right for all our folks, Come on here. right? Including our folks that are in our, who are police officers. Come I on. want all of us to live better. I want all of us to be safe. And so propose a solution that's going to really do that. And I think investing in communities, like really um, investing money into the resources that we know keep us safe, into the supports that we need to just be healthy human beings and to live a good quality of life, we will see a decrease, a significant decrease in police violence and also in in, in interpersonal violence and crime. That is amazing, Rakia. Rakia Lumumba, you said, don't be scared. We tiptoe. We as black people do tiptoe. We do. Hmm. Rakia? We're just kind. kind. We're very, we're very kind. But all the time, the world isn't kind to us. And it's kind of like a, you know, it's um, something that I've mentioned before. And 
somebody mentioned it to me, PTSD. We know it, post-traumatic stress disorder. People say it's post-traumatic slave disorder. Post-traumatic slave disorder. And as we continue to build as, as, as black people, hopefully the things Rakia was saying, get out there, get involved. Don't be scared. Use your voice. Be, be a leader. Be a leader. And shout out to your background, Rakia. Shout out to them as well. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> Been here for a while, you know. We gonna we gonna upgrade in a little bit, but I appreciate. <laughs> no, this is so fun, Ricky. You have been—it's amazing. I like the fact that you're real. You keep it real, but you out there getting the work done. You are out there getting the work done as the executive director of the People's Advocacy Institute, as well as an activist with the Movement for Black Lives. How can we continue to support either one? I don't know who you want to mention first, but how can we continue to support you all? Yeah, please check us out. Um, we on, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at People's Advocacy Institute or Lumumba's Vision. That's L-U-M-U-M-B-A, Vision. So just look up People's Advocacy Institute because I already know. Y'all know that's too long. Um, <laughs> um, and then the other piece is sign on to the Vision for Black Lives mm-hmm. by going to M4, the number four, BL.org. Join. If you're already a part of an organization, ask your organization to check mm. it out, a Black-led organization. Ask them to check out Movement for Black Lives and join. We're a membership-based organization. And so make sure you check that out and you join that. Sign up for the Breathe Act. Support that act. It's only a good thing. It's only a good thing. There's no harm in pushing for funding communities, literally. Um, And then finally, um, you know, make sure that if you're not a part of an organization, join one. Mm. Join an organization. Because it's that collective accountability that helps us move change forward. So, I love that. I appreciate you. Oh, Rakia, I appreciate you. Listen, you got a new follower on Instagram. I followed you today. I've been liking some of your stuff. So be like, oh, okay. So I even sent you a DM. It was about tonight, but don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. I created it. It's a, a beautiful photo of you that they sent me, Jessica, and I posted it of you and I. So people were excited about our conversation. And, um, but yeah, I followed you. And um, I'll, of course, I'll, I'll be supporting you, sister. I really, I really will. I, I believe in what you're doing. And I do. I will be supporting you, too. Thank you so much. Well, Rakia, you welcome, Rakia LaMamba, down in Jackson, Mississippi, making things happen. Down there, in the, you call it the, the belly? Is that what you call it? Down the there. belly of the beast. Belly yeah. of the beast, yes. <laughs> where where the set, it's the Jackson State. I know a lot of my friends went to Jackson State University. So yes. You know, out. Sonic Boom. Yes. It's now prime time. Yes. Prime time campus. He admits to prime time doing this thing. Are, are you an alum of Jackson State? No, I'm an I'm an alum of B Tougaloo College, which is Here in Jackson, go. Mississippi. Also, Here y'all go to the only black, historically black institution in 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 the city and state. <laughs> HBCU, this I'm HBCU graduate too. This is how we do the only. You got to introduce your school like that all the time. So, yeah. So shout out to Tougaloo. Oh, man, I'm so happy to have met you, Rakia. Yes. Please, let's stay in touch, even if it's just on social. You're a bright sister, and I'm proud of you, and, and, and I want to continue to support you from Chicago. All right. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, shout, right. shout out to everybody. No, we, we, we will. Shout out to everybody at Movement for Black Lives who connected us tonight. This has been an honor. So Rakia Lamamba, Executive Director of the People's Advocacy Institute and also an activist with Movement for Black Lives. Great conversation. Great energy. Blessings to you, sister. Thank you.
All right. Peace. You are listening to the Talk of Chicago 1690 WVON. It's your girl, Samantha. Devin, that was a great conversation. The only. <laughs> is that how everyone. Everybody. Is that how. So so I'm going to have to get used to this. The HBCU stuff. That's how we do. So, you know, I went to the Chicago State University. That's how you got to the, say right, it. The only HBCU in the Midwest. Thank you very much. It's, it's not, See, though. I, no. and although it's not, I'm, I'm pumping my own Yeah, I mean, you See, are, because now you didn't get me started. <laughs> I ain't even mentioned. I was going to do it. See, I, I know you were. You, it was, I it held was, back. The gun was loaded, and you was ready to shoot it out, to too. To say <laughs> the Lincoln University <laughs> of yes, Missouri. Yes, yes. Not LU in Pennsylvania. No. No, no, no. <laughs> so. Do not play with us. I know, I know you wanted to do that. You know, I did. Shot Marikia was so fun to talk to. But you know what? She had a lot of good information. She did. And, and of course, I'm all for join an organization. Yeah. She said collective movement. Somebody put on Facebook: these aren't service solutions; they're services. I don't agree with that. Those are solutions. The I mean, okay. So what? What is the solution? They don't have. Never do. What is? One. If those aren't, tell me what yours services are. Services make into solutions. That, that's exactly right. Yes, services become solutions. Again, again, if if we're quick to say what isn't, but we like to say what is, and so if until there is a solution that is appeasable to everybody, can we just go with the ones that we have? No, we don't talk about. It. Okay, because you know it's just me. I'm just thinking outside. You know, outside the box again. I don't know much. You're just a commentator at WVA sixteen ninety. That's that's all. Opinion. That's all I am. I, I wish. I wish that you know I could get some type of credit or anything like that, but I, I I can't get that. All I I don't know what I know. I need to write a book. You don't. You definitely You finally said I need to write a book. That was a good. Do go ahead, Delvin. And shout out to whoever fixed this camera tonight. Like I am really. I feel so great. <laughs> this, this is so magnified. You have you are, no idea. You are right there. And I'm like in the middle with the halo of the end. This is exactly how I like it. Like, can we put a dot? Yeah, well, I'm going to have to get some tape and tape like, that, put the squares around it and block the the camera. Take a Sharpie tonight and put squares around it. I don't I don't care what we do. Some tape. Please do not move the camera from this This is spot. a perfect angle. Like, I didn't touch it. It was mm-hmm. just already here. So shout out to Kimberly, who was in here before. Was she here? Kimberly was here. Was she at this? But Matt was on Comrex. He wasn't on. He wasn't on. Um, Kimberly, he wasn't on Zoom. Kimberly had this angle. We didn't use Kimberly. Kimberly didn't have the camera. Wow. Oh. They was on Comrex. So whoever did this last night? Last night. Who was in here last, last night? Last night. That was you. You well, was in here last. Well, night. Well, no, it had to have been the people here before me. Oh, early maybe today. the morning show. Maybe Perry. Maybe it's Perry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe one of them. Shout out to Perry Smile. Shout out to Rufus. Was Rufus here this morning? Rufus was. My here. brother, Rufus, man. My, my my big brother. Call somebody's calling. Let's see. Oh, well, let's see. Might, yeah. We might have a solution. Hold we on. Might have a solution <laughs> to the problems. Yeah, you know what? I want to give a shout out again to Rakia Lamumba of Movement for Black Lives. She's an activist with Movement for Black Lives, and she is also the executive director of the People's Advocacy Institute. Support these organizations, like she said. She mentioned Chicago a lot. That we can join different organizations that are here. Shout out to my girl. I got um, a shirt on from Absolutely Anything Essential tonight and my, my one of my homegirls. I'm supporting black. I see. I, I was going to wear the one with the red writing, but this is the first one I found. You know, every now and then you got two shirts that's alike. Let me just pull the first one. Out. The first one you see? First one with. Go with your first thought. That's it. Go with your first thought. <laughs>
But I'm just letting everybody know I'm a 3XL. Okay, just in case anybody wants to bless me with a shirt, you know, I will rock it. Stuff that comes through here. Listen, like people, like, shout out to um, Chicago Culture because I opened my box yesterday. So people, 3XL for my, my there you sound go. engineer. That's right. Putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Great show tonight, Delvin. Shout out again to um, my, the, the callers that called in tonight. Ooh, yeah, good good comments. Angela, um, Mark. Yes. Angela, Mark, Who else? Steven. Steven. Somebody else called in, too. Just all great conversations about little um, Kyron. Get my uh, name. Kyron, yes. Carter. Kyron, Kyron Carter. Carter, yes. The 12-year-old who was found um, deceased in the ha- Little Hammond. Well, out in Hammond. Was it the, was it the Lake mm-hmm. Calumet? The Little Calumet River. Little Calumet River mm-hmm. out in Hammond, Indiana mm-hmm. today. And a mother who called in whose child is actually autistic. Angela, that was great perspective tonight. Yes. I'm so honored that you all are listening to Delvin and I and, um, and, and Robin as we bring you all great content in the evening. And before we go, I want to make sure I give the health awareness tip. Uh, mine is not up here. Wait a minute. Is it the same from yesterday? Listen, if it is, I ain't even. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, wait. I heard it. I had to edit it. And <laughs> I heard it. I was like, what? <laughs> Did I laugh afterwards? <laughs> I laughed after it was over. We, I mean, we was both stunned by like, what was what? on there, huh? This is a good one for me. Um, <laughs> okay. May is Health Awareness Month, and now it's time for today's healthy tip. So did you know that eating organically grown fruits and vegetables, if possible, helps to avoid getting exposed to pesticides? This healthy tip is powered by Access Community Health Network. Robin would have loved that. Ooh. I bought some organic green onions, and they are still good. Like, they big, though. So what, what, how are you gonna, what are you going to use them? I've been using them. I've been cutting them down. Okay. Mm. You're just not keeping them. No. Nah. You know. nah, um organic seems to last longer for some reason. Oh, can I tell you one thing? What? This water that I'm drinking is absolutely amazing. Well, you have water today? You know, that's all. I had one can of Pepsi, a small seven-ounce can. I could barely get through See? it. See? I could barely get through it. I told my wife, I was like, look. I'm struggling over here. I, I thought I was going to be able to down you, this pretty good. You ain't even want that. I was on the struggle bus. I'm so proud <laughs> of you, Delvin. So that and some uh, apple, cider, apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. you know, the death in the cup. Yeah. You know, so. so Make my stomach hurt. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I found some gummies. Apple cider gummies? Yes. So I'm going to use those instead. But, but But yeah, the water has been leaving us quickly. And I have... Two cans of Pepsi in my bag that have been in there for the last two weeks. I haven't even opened it. I'm so proud so, of you, So, yeah, so I got four bottles of water. Well, actually, down, down to two bottles of water now. But, yeah. Look at God. Look at that. Look at the Lord. See look what at, happens when you ban somebody? Look what the Lord has done. You banned when you, Pepsi. When you banned me from having Pepsi. He healed his body. He healed his mind. <laughs> he made a change. Just in time. Just in I'm time. I'm going to praise him. You can tell that I come from old school singing that's, that song. That's that old apostolic. Look what the Lord has done. <laughs> he won't quit. He quit the Pepsi, though, Quit Lord. the Pepsi, though. <laughs> Woo. See, when you stop taking in certain things like that, they're no longer that good to you. I remember when I had um, some fried chicken, I could taste the grease. Ooh. It's like on the roof of my mouth. I'm like. And I'm not a fried chicken either. And I had some at a wedding reception that I went to. And I was like, okay, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do this. So fried foods, I don't. I don't. Who had fried chicken at the wedding? Yeah, I love it. I love it. This was was a soul food restaurant that we went to. Fried. Uh, fish, 
chicken. Soulful where? Soul, uh, yes, this was a soul food reception. Oh, Lord. So that was, the name of the place was, what was it, 6, 7? It's on the north side. Come on here for the soul food reception. Ooh. Your guests going to be knocked out before they leave. I mean, we was in there just comatose. <laughs> <laughs> they had to literally wake us up. 6978 Soul Food. That's the name. 6978 Soul Food. On the north side. That's, hey, check that. Hey, look here. Wow. All right, well, listen, Delvin, shout-out to you for making healthier choices. Shout-out to everybody that listened tonight, everybody on Facebook Live. Again, another shout-out to Rakia Lamumba. That was a great conversation as we are on the date of the death. I'm sorry, the murder, the death by knee murder of George Floyd happened this time. Today, last year, this, t- this day last year, and we are talking about solutions as we continue to grow as a people and continue to move forward. We cannot overcome unless we... Try to make changes. And the only way we can make changes is by admitting where we are right now. That's right. 